Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Hoops Podcast, Season 2, coming at you from sunny Sydney, Australia. Joining me, my friend, fantasy associate, and more importantly, opponent, who was just awarded the number one pick in our uh, draft, yeah. it is Nicholas Spicy Dice Paradise. What's going on, Dice? Hey, everybody. How you doing? I got the number one pick, and I think y'all already know who I'm going to take. It's rigged. He's a commissioner of our league. He's got the number one pick. It's the second year in a row that that's happened where the commissioner has had the number one pick. It's going to be interesting. Look, coming up on the show today, we have our fantasy draft live. Coming up in approximately seven minutes, live on the podcast, we'll be giving you our thoughts and reactions as we progress through the first few rounds. We'll be dialing in the glitch master himself, friend of the show, uh-huh. Nick Hollins, also partaking in today's draft to get his thoughts. Yeah. Uh, look, some housekeeping very quickly if you want to reach out. You can find us pretty much everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, headed up by my man here, Nicholas Spicy Dice Paradise. Number Just- one pick. <laughs> Look, just Google Fantasy Hoops online and, and you'll find us. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. Dice, six minutes now until the, the draft starts. You've got the number one pick. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm going to ask a... the obvious question. Who, who are you drafting? Well, it's obviously going to be my main man in Denver, Nikola Jokic. Of course. Given yeah. that we are now uh, playing in a new format, we've transitioned to a Keepers uh, Dynasty format. So it basically means this will be the first time we're drafting, or first and last time we're drafting, before anyone gets to uh, decide on keepers. So I obviously don't want um, basically my favorite player in the game to go to anyone else. Uh, I think he has the edge in a few statistical categories. So I'm going to be taking Jokic with the number one pick. That is a, I've made that fact widely known before the draft. If I even got anywhere near a top six, seven or eight pick, Jokic would going my way i don't know i just think that's crazy a, a very like a very emotional <laughs> element coming into the basically the first season of our new dynasty cats format mm. um and Jokic is a great player don't get me wrong i don't think that he's the best in the field the best in show i'm mm. um, just looking at the you know we've got the basketball monster rankings here shout out to basketball monster we've got the espn sort of default draft rankings that are showing up in our in our draft window Jokic is not sort of near the top of any of them. At B-Ball Monster, they've got him at eight. Uh, ESPN, they've got him at nine. And there's just a lot of better options. And I, I worry that you are making a draft pick based on emotion. Yeah, uh, Drafting from the heart and, and not from the head, yeah, essentially. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, the, the, you raise a good point because, you know, there's, there's kind of two reasons or you know, at least two major reasons why people play fantasy. It's for fun. It's, uh, it's, the, it's having a good time with their mates or they're very serious uh, stat scientists. So really at the moment, I'm looking at taking Jokic because one, he is my favorite player in the game. And two, he has the edge in a few statistical ca- categories positionally. So to get performance from a number of stats, I'm talking assists, shooting percentages, free throws, gets some sneaky production in points and rebounds as well. I think towards the tail end of last season, he was getting well over 24, no, 20, up to 24 points per game um, as Denver tr- really tried to push for a playoff place. So for me, Jokic really has such a high upside, particularly in a dynasty format, being you know in his early 20s, he's the kind of guy I can hold on to essentially forever. And if I look at the players that are ranked ahead of him, I see maybe one or two players, maybe one or two, that I would consider taking instead of Jokic. Giannis and AD? Um, no, um, I would probably consider taking maybe uh, Giannis, but then you've also got to look at maybe the guard positions. Harden. So Ben Simmons for me. Oh, Ben Simmons, of course. Yep. 
Um, very versatile fantasy player, Ben Simmons, as yeah. well, um, given that I think he fills like three of the five positions, point guard, uh, small forward, and power forward as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not really appearing. Look, ESPN have got him at 13th. Exactly. Can't see his name here exactly. early on. It's, it's down there at 16 on uh, B-Ball Monster. So I have the fourth pick, thanks to the draft gods, and um, we've sort of been joking already that given that Dice is drafting Jokic at number one, it's sort of advanced one pick for everyone else who mm. wasn't looking at Jokic. So in a way, I feel like I've got the third pick, given yeah. that I wasn't going to look at Jokic that early in the draft. That leaves me with options like Anthony Davis, who is my definitely my number one desired pick. I, I think that he'll go at number two. Uh, James Harden, the MVP last year, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, which... Uh, Basketball Monster have him ranked at number seven, whereas ESPN have him ranked at number one. I think in a categories mm. league and given his age, um, you know, we're drafting from the dynasty perspective, a keeper's league, Giannis is the ultimate draft pick, in my opinion, especially if you're looking to maybe punt three-point um, field goal percentage or three-pointers yeah. made, because obviously that's a weakness in his game, but he's a regular sort of triple-double or triple-double-ish machine. Yeah, I like, like I, I like Giannis. Um, I think he's got all the tools to succeed in the modern NBA. Um, it's funny that um, he's kind of consensus number one right now. And in my mind, consensus number one is my main guy, Nikola Jokic, the Joker. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, but what was it? Two seasons ago, they were both in the frame for most improved player. Mm -hmm. um, so they're kind of similar players, at least for their franchises. They're trying to build around them. A lot of the offense runs through them. So for me, Jokic has the edge when it comes to three-point shooting, has the edge when it comes to assists. He's basically Magic Johnson reincarnate when it comes to court vision, passing ability, but at the center position. So he pulls down boards, gets a, cup, gets a block or two if he's lucky. You know, he, he's a very efficient player. So for me, I... I'm I'm taking Jokic like it's 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 a no-brainer. Oh, we basically, we've basically <laughs> got 62 seconds right now until I pick Jokic. Yeah, so we're just under a minute now, 58 seconds remaining until the draft starts in the Flammers Dynasty League. Uh, we've got obviously Nick Paradise with the number one pick, a oh. uh, man Softshell Taco with the third pick, and triple double standards at pick three. I only know these guys, by the way, if people in the league are listening. Mm. By your fantasy team name. So, uh, Hello, everybody. Good luck to you, gentlemen. And uh, actually, I take that back. I hope that you, uh, you do poorly and I, uh, I for, benefit from it. For many, for many, many years. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, 28 seconds to go. It's going to be interesting. TikTok. So we're obviously going to give you our thoughts as the picks go through. And that's going to lead you to our commentary on, obviously, the front-running uh, players in the league. And then as we get deeper into further rounds, mm. you're going to get some good commentary around who are some good sleeper picks and some spicy sort of deep round picks for yeah. all of you, uh, you fantasy uh, purists out there. Yeah, that's, that's an important point because, uh, you know, it's hard to lose your draft in the first couple of rounds. It really does matter what happens in those mid-rounds and those late rounds. And here we are. I'm on the clock. The draft is underway. All right. Well, um... Who's it going to be? It's already been a widely publicized fact. I'm taking him. Nikola Jokic, selected number one. Wow. It's done. He really did it. Yeah, Jokic yeah. at number one. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> All right. So now we've got Softshell Taco on the clock obviously he would be a fool not to take Giannis he's taken Carl Towns at number whoa, 2 so now whoa, I can either take Giannis or AD this is extremely spicy I, I feel like I really he took Giannis he All took right. Giannis I gotta take Anthony Davis yeah it's happening here he is 
I can't remember how, how old he is, but uh, I know he's really good, so and there has, it is. He has one eyebrow. All right, so now you've just picked, so it seems like uh, Collins is on the I believe board. that is Nick Collins. Yes. It's, what is hilarious is Nick Collins hates James oh, Harden. Oh, and he's, and he's taking James him. Harden. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Nick Collins, if you don't know, uh, is a known hater of James Harden. He's just drafted him. He's, he's been forced to draft James Harden, and he's done it. And we've seen... Steph Curry go at six. That the picks are really coming out quickly here. It's kind of yeah, hard to get the flying uh, out of the game. Yeah. yeah, the commentary in. But uh, Steph Curry number six. That's fair. You'd be looking to lean towards more of a three point guard based, um, you know, uh, category basis in your team yeah. with that pick. Interesting. Kevin Durant still on the board with Russell Westbrook going pick seven. Interesting. Recent surgery. Uh, probably dropped a little further than he normally would have given his recent success in the league. But uh, that's fair. Probably number seven for Westbrook. Speculative. You have, to, you have to wait a little bit there for some success. Speculative, you say, Dad. Yeah, speculative. Yeah. I mean, and Russell, Russell Westbrook's uh, production isn't in question, but I mean, the health of his knee at the moment. Uh, I think he had an MRI or. He had surgery. Of, yeah, some sort of procedure. Exactly yeah. right. So, um, oh, who was that? Durant. There he goes. So, former teammate of. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant going, what's that, pick eight? That was pick eight, yes. Yeah. So now we've got the process at pick nine, and he's taking a lot of time. Yeah, he's deliberating, can't blame him. It's a tough spot to pick. So I mean, one thing that we cover a lot of here on this podcast is, you know, there are a lot of podcasts out there that'll give you your fantasy stats and your sort of basic fantasy knowledge. And one thing that we like to cover here on the podcast that we think makes us stand out is sort of the emotional i guess like shit talking love your friends and then you hate your friends side of uh fantasy and there's always one person by the way he just drafted damian lillard damian lillard that's a solid pick there's always one person in every draft that fails to show up and fails to set auto draft and you're waiting the full 90 seconds for each of their picks hey Kawhi Um, landed number 10 wow he really dropped dropped farther i wasn't expecting him to drop out of the uh the top nine I'm really surprised that Carl Towns went at number two. That is, oh. that's a spicy pick. I feel like that's a, that's a direct relation to uh, my Nikola Jokic pick. <laughs> yeah, they have absolutely. A bit of a Northwestern rivalry going on right now. A lot of uh, teams fans argue who is the better center. He did just sign that massive uh, contract with the Wolves and... Well, so did Jokic. He signed a massive contract. Supermax, I believe. And now Lowry's gone at 12, and that is... No, 11. Sorry, 11. 11. So we've got the 12th pick remaining, uh, so that's the last pick in the first round, and we've got Dubstep on the clock. Yeah, back-to-back picks at 12 and 13 there. That's pretty huge. That is a good position to be in. I I feel like that's as good as getting maybe the second or third draft pick. Yeah, well, I got back-to-back picks, so I just got to wait another 12 picks for them, don't I? (laughs) Hmm. Holland's right now lighting up the chat. He's got these... uh, He's not so advantageous mid-round picks, and it remains to be seen how he's going to style his team around that. And what we haven't seen from Hollins yet, and it is, is early in the draft, but we haven't seen the classic uh, Nick Hollins glitch. Ah, yes. Where every year, uh, honestly, every year that we have a fantasy <laughs> draft, somehow a supposed glitch happens, and he clicks the wrong player and accidentally drafts the wrong player, complains about it a lot, and then usually makes the finals anyway. It's this whole thing that he does. Um, but we'll be calling him up uh, in, a, in another round or two to, uh, to get more of an insight. Yeah, we'll get him online. Now, LeBron James, who's ranked five in ESPN, still sitting there on the board. Yes. You know, he's getting on in age. He might play less games in his sort of early in his tenure in Los Angeles for the Lakers, um, which, you know, for us as a dynasty league, maybe explains why he's still sitting out there. But um, 
Interesting. This is probably yeah. the, the furthest he's dropped. Yeah, what is he now? 34? 33, going yeah. on 34. Yeah. But it's LeBron James. There he goes. There he goes. You're yeah. a dubstep. And Simmons. Probably. Auto, all that was so, so fast after, right after LeBron James. Wow. Basic, ben Simmons, basically a mirror image of LeBron James in terms of player archetype. Um, but obviously much, much younger. So there he goes to Euro dubstep, back-to-back, LeBron and Ben Simmons. That's, there's some, that's good. <laughs> there's some commentary here in the, in the fantasy chat that he's on auto-draft. Hollins has said, dude's about to auto-draft a dynasty. He auto-drafts LeBron James and then immediately Ben Simmons. Amazing. Oh, wow. Joel Embiid. Well, the picks are just flying out here. We've seen Embiid go and then Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I'm actually coming up in about I five rate, picks or so. I rate that pick. That's a solid pick. I like that. So, all right. So I'm coming up in about five picks or so. We're looking at um, the remaining players, and I'm starting to think about who I will draft. We've got Drummond, John Wall, DeRozan, Butler, LaMarcus Aldridge, Oladipo are some of the names that are still on the board earlier this year. Yeah, I mean, I'd be inclined... That, given that I've just drafted a center slash power forward in Davis to uh, to lean towards an elite guard like Oladipo. Um, but the stats that Drummond, he had a really strong fantasy um, mm. preseason showing rather recently where he put up like 31 points and over 10 boards. Um, oh, he's gone. Never mind. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Really got my eyes on Oladipo here. And uh, Bradley yeah. Beal, Paul George is still available. Kyrie. Kyrie, uh, given the the talent on that Boston team, I I would say one of the best-looking rosters of all time, if I don't say so myself. Uh, It's going to be difficult to really trust any one player to put up significant fantasy stats. I think there'll be some players like Jalen Brown and, and Tatum um, from a dynasty perspective further down mm, the line that are going to mm. make good, good picks. Oh, there, there he goes, Oladipo. Go to Morningsville Meat Pies. All right, so I'm, I'm in a bit of a panic now. I'm scrolling through the B-Ball Monster rankings. That are, The rankings are sort of ordered by our, uh, our fantasy settings, and I'm looking at who I might draft. Paul George, if he's still available, comes to mind. I think that might be the smart pick. But uh, also Kyrie Irving, and I am a Celtics fan. He is available further down the line, and he is looking like someone I might want to pick up as well. What do you What do you reckon, Dice? Who should I go yeah. for here? Yeah. Well, I mean, you you had another uh, uh, unspeakable uh, what is it? A forbidden league uh, draft the other day <laughs> at your right. workplace, and I believe you took Jokic number one and Kyrie number two. Uh, I did. You... I was cursed for a moment there, yeah, and uh, yeah. I had no choice. My yeah. hands were tied. I had I, to draft Jokic. I was Jokic. quite amused by the fact <laughs> that you would have been looking at a team like, ah, oh, I took a nugget before a Celtic. Yeah, oh, that's too real. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, wake up in a cold sweat uh, <laughs> having dream dreamt about it again uh, just the other night after the draft. He'll treat you well. He'll treat you well, but he'll also treat me well in this league. Uh, we've just seen DeMar DeRozan go uh, pick six in the second round. I'm really, really excited here about potentially drafting Paul George. He's mm. uh, several names down the list here on the ESPN rankings, and there are two picks ahead of me. Uh, I think my backup, if Paul George doesn't go through... He's just been drafted. Paul George, he's gone. He's been drafted. He, he jinxed it. Now I'm really in a panic. I'm looking at Kyrie Irving. Uh, my finger is on the button. I think you probably have to take Kyrie because at this point, um, the point guards are probably going to evaporate pretty quickly. It's looking that way. We've got John Wall and Chris Paul, which from a dynasty perspective... Kemba Walker, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Ben Simmons is already gone. So yeah, you probably got to take an elite point guard at this point. Really looking at the players available here... Okay, I'm on the clock if you haven't just heard that. Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving, the two players I'm looking at, I 
I think my my head is telling me Kemba Walker is the better draft pick um, because he has less good players on his team. But Kyrie Irving is my man, Uncle Search Drew. He plays for the Celtics. I'm clicking the button. It's Kyrie Irving. Bam! Oh, it's done. Yeah, I like that. All right, Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis are on my team now. Officially, if we were to form NBA 2K teams out of our fantasy teams, I would have a winning formula. Yeah. Um, so even if I don't win. Uh, that is something that uh, goes in my favor. AD and Kyrie playing together. Oh, yeah. Now, that actually might foreshadow the eventual trade that Danny Ainge and the other <laughs> geniuses or genii in the Celtics front office uh, managed to uh, managed to work up. So, looking forward to that. Genii. Multiple geniuses. Um, yeah, interesting. I'm coming up. I'm, I'm just a few picks away. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a few players in mind. I've done countless mocks countless hours of research here so i've got a couple of players in mind it's really down to two at the moment and um so i won't announce who i'm going to take just yet i'll wait till i actually pick so we've just seen devin booker go with uh the 10th pick in the second round to uh triple double standards formerly triple double standards so the suspense is killing me dice who are you thinking no one's listening this is not being broadcast yeah, live at the I moment think I think for me, like, Jokic, as I said, he already gives me a nice bump in assists at a different spot. Um, you know, you don't usually look to centers for assists. So I am going to have to look to that um, again when it comes to the guards. Um, but for now, I'm kind of ahead of the curve a little bit in my, in my mind. So I'm really looking at a potentially another big man right now. But I've got back-to-back picks. So essentially, I just want efficient players. I want players that aren't going to make bad decisions on the court. I want players that, you know, the, the coach likes or the, the system is based around. Um, so I'm on the clock. Bradley Beal just went, pick 11, round two. And I think for me, I'm looking at a lot of interesting players right now. Chris Paul, still on the board. Holy shit. Kemba um, Walker's still out there. John yeah, Wall. Yeah, Kemba Walker's still out there. I would but, go with Kemba, to be honest. I mean, it's your team, but... Uh... In the back of my mind, though, I'm, I'm playing a, a dynasty format now, and it, I want to I I clean up on young talent, basically. So there's a, there's a player name I'm Googling right now, just checking his age, and that's pretty good. I like that. Um, I've closed the window before my uh, colleague next to me has seen. I've just looked over to get the scoop, and he's, uh, he's closed I, the window on of us. Of course I have back-to-back picks. So, <clears throat> right now, Suspense is it's killing down me. to two big men. All right, let's call it out. And I'm going to take DeAndre Ayton. Wow, interesting early rookie reach there from uh, Spicy Dice. And... And now, with my, my second pick, my back-to-back pick, I'm going to have to choose a player that's efficient, that probably had a bit of, a, a bit of a, an outlier of a year, you know? No one really expected him to have this year last year, but um, he's, he's obviously fits the system quite well. And um, he's a young player, got a lot of upside. Um, Let's get it out there. Come I'm on. Gonna ta- I'm going to take... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to take Jason Tatum. Wow. Interesting. Amazing. Now, Jason Tatum is uh, my only son and uh, my favorite player <laughs> possibly ever. And what Dice has done, I don't know if it is, can be comprehended by the listeners out there. Uh, that's a real gut punch. He's sitting right next to me here in the room here in the Fantasy Hoop studios here in the city. And he's 
basically just punched me in the face by drafting well, Jason Tatum. Uh, well, not quite. I mean, if anything, it's it's uh, I, I I bow down to you. I uh, this is a recognition of all that's great with the Celtics franchise. You no. know, they they what they had the number one pick and they moved back to number I, three. I, I, you, know, you don't have to I tell me about the virtues of Jason Tatum. And, and Scotty's just called it out. He said, "Was the second one just to make Vallas sad?" <laughs> yes, I, I believe it was, Scott. I believe it was. Um, I, I'm going to push through the podcast, even though I, I feel like I need to walk away and, and weep uh, currently, well, you but see, okay. I'm a professional. Let me bring you into the fold of my thinking. The first pick... I don't know if I want to go there. The, first, uh, <laughs> the, the 12th pick, or no, sorry, the 20, 24th pick, my second pick, I believe it was, um, I took Aiton because really it was down to him and Capella. Now, sure. I like Capella. He's 24 years of age, but... I, w- I really do wonder if he's still going to be scoring the way he will um, with, uh, so, the, with uh, the addition in Houston, with the few additions they've had. Now, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you. I've just come on the clock and I'm torn. I- I'm looking at Kevin Love, who I think is going to have a high upside with LeBron gone from Cleveland. Um, but someone I also had on my draft board was Tobias Harris, mm. who I think is going to get the majority of the touches in Los Angeles for the Clippers. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking at ESPN. I'm looking at Basketball Monster. Kevin Love is ranked higher on both of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to draft Kevin Love. I think he fits in nicely at the power forward, given that Anthony Davis can play the center for me. So here we go. And nice. I drafted Kevin Love. Yeah, Kevin Love. There he goes. Now, just before Kevin Love, just to keep you up to date, Clint Capella has gone. Rudy Gobert has gone. And, of course, Dice uh, drafted... Aiton and Jason Tatum, you uh, bastard. I mean, Jason Tatum is an efficient player, scores well. He'll be sliding over to the power forward spot uh, this year, I believe. Uh, remains to be seen what they'll actually do when the season starts. But I think Jason Tatum, he's shown he can compete at the NBA level. And he's young. You know, I can keep him forever now, basically, unless someone tempts me with a really spicy offer. So for me, I've all, oh my God. God, Kristaps Porzingis has just gone. Oh my God, now that's, that is... I mean, we don't even know if he's going to play this year. What is... That's that's insane. Someone's locking him up. So we're going to take a very quick break. Hollins! Hollins took Porzingis! Oh my God. So we're going to take a very quick break. We're going to get Hollins on the line to get his reaction, and we'll be back in a moment. Nick Hollins. Hey, we got you on the line. Hey, what's up there, Fantasy Squad hey, yeah. Internet Land? Yeah. <laughs> You're live on the Fantasy Hoops podcast, and you've just drafted one Kristaps Porzingis, I believe. Zinger. What up, my guys? Perfect time to call you. I've got, I've got, I've got Zinger fever out here. <laughs> so, can you explain to us the, the thinking behind drafting this uh, critically injured and possibly not coming back this year yeah, uh, player pick, for the Knicks? Pick 30 overall? Oh, yes. No, I, I can explain it. Um, some deep analytics and uh, Zinger Pozingas. <laughs> He's crunched the numbers. I've crunched the numbers and... It's a numbers game. We're not going to deny that. I'm just picking up a cheeky Zinger in, in the third. Like, it's a dynasty league and mm. I just like Pozingas and I've never had him before. Also, I have James Harden and Butler for some reason. What? Yeah, the re- the reaction here in the studio as you drafted James Harden was uh, one of uh, much laughter, yeah. <laughs> uh, as we know your feelings towards that guy, and you you your hand was forced. You had to draft him. There was there was no way around it, thought, and I, uh, and you did it. I thought I was going to get Anthony Davis for a hot second. It was just the two of them sitting there, <laughs> and I'm like, there's every chance they take Harden, like just do it, but they didn't. So now I don't have an elite big uh, until Porzingis, who will come back 
in 2020. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I think locking up Porzingis for the future is a, a very good decision. He's definitely someone that uh, could fall off people's radar because he's obviously injured and he's not figuring into <laughs> that average draft position metric. He's not he's not part of a lot of mocks right now. John John um, Wall just went ninth in the third oh, round. Wow. Wow, yeah, there's some players. Yeah, some LaMarcus, guys are Aldridge, LaMarcus Aldridge, Chris Paul, CJ McCollum. Uh, we've got some we've got some interesting guys still on yeah, the board. Yeah, because we're all reaching like crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this is clearly the, the draft of a league that's been together for a number of years, and maybe some guys that are just completely taking the piss. We saw speaking of taking right the piss, Dice <clears throat> draft Jason Tatum uh, a few picks earlier, which was just a crushing blow, yeah, right. a real gut punch to me here. But um, I'm sorry, I really, I, I really like what he can do on the basketball court. Yeah, like you don't need to explain the the virtues of Jason Tatum to to me. I I'm all aware of it. Um, now that the picks, I was going to reach for Tatum, but I didn't have yeah. the opportunity. Oh, to Oh, Luka Doncic! Wow, uh, Luka Doncic just went, that's and hateful. followed by Lamarcus Aldridge, and then Chris Paul. So wow. a lot of these top players are now coming off the board. Uh, Doncic goes in the fourth round before Chris Doncic. Paul and Lamarcus Aldridge. That is <laughs> spicy. I think you might have initiated a bit of a an arms race for young guns by uh, taking Porzingis. See, I think Doncic going so early. That's, uh, that's interesting. It's not fair. So Hollins, <laughs> we've called you up. We, we've got you on the line. We're uh, just in the middle of round four of our draft at the moment. Round yeah. four of thirteen. Can we yeah. can we get your thoughts so far on uh, what do you like, what don't you like? Well, how are you feeling? <laughs> um, I have a very strange team that I never would have picked. <laughs> but I mean, Harden, Harden is elite. I have no idea where Butler's gonna where he's gonna get to. But I mean. I, I was kind of my uh, my hand was forced both times. Like I had to take both those guys; they were best available. I thought mm-hmm. um, I wanted Paul George, but he went the spot before Butler. Um, but I like it, man. Din- Dynasty drafts is in full effect. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, absolutely. T- Dice picking up Tatum and Aiton uh, on the on the turn <laughs> from the, <laughs> on the turn was yeah. was epic. Uh, and also. Ugh, uh, Nate in the 12th pick, auto-drafting LeBron and Ben Simmons is so yeah. brutal. Yeah, that's, that's more than my little heart can bear. Yeah, yeah, and Doncic <laughs> just going in the fourth round there. Like, this is nice. Okay, so uh, we've just seen uh, Gordon Haywood, um, Hair Gordon, come off the board. Yeah. Um, round four, pick two. That's a very good pick. Um, I like the fact he can play both a forward and a guard spot in ESPN League. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest, guys, I, I have no idea. Uh, I already have no idea what I'm doing because, like, it's 8:20 a.m. in the so morning, and Hollins has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> That's right. It is quite early here. We've had to hold the draft very early to accommodate uh, folks around the world. We've got a, a spicy international league going on. I want to know from Hollins. Yeah. You you say you've got no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you did quite a lot of preparation, a, a lot of obsessing going on among the three of us before going into the draft, and yet here you are, like completely discombobulated. So, what, what's led you to that? I just yeah. I mean, like <laughs> ha- having the fifth, fifth pick was a little bit tricky off the bat. Um, uh-huh. Draymond then, Green. Oh, there goes Draymond. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get much sleep last night, guys. And um, I had, I've got my little spreadsheet here of, of nonsense. <laughs> little, little manual. And I'm, just, I'm looking at it now like it's it's written in hieroglyphs. I'm like, what was I talking about last night? What is this, <laughs> what is this plan? Is this a strategy? 
What are you doing? <laughs> I have no idea, but like, uh, I feel great. <laughs> I'm just, so, oh man, what am I doing? You've got a you've got a pick coming up in about four picks, and then we'll we'll let you go shortly afterwards. Yeah, um, I'm somehow between, drafting. I'm between you and Scotty. Like, it feels like every year, it's exactly like this. I swear, is this the same order as like last season? It's anyway. Yeah, you're, strange. you're the meat in an intellectual sandwich. Scotty obviously just got his PhD. I'm obviously congrats, pretty clever Scotty. as well. Scotty yeah, got his PhD and you're right down the middle, George. PhD and getting it done. Yeah. Which one is better? You decide. Ooh. Now, CJ still out here. Chris Middleton's still out here. There's some talent around the board. There goes McCollum. CJ McCollum. So, yeah, Holland, cool. you're coming up on the clock and you're picking before either Dice or I. So, yeah. I think now's a good time where you, maybe you can be a little verbose around your thinking towards this pick coming up. Obviously, anything you tell us can't affect you. Yeah. Um, so, what names are you looking at coming up? Um, let's see. So, what is this? The fourth round. Um, I mean, okay, for, for full transparency... Um, I'm not going to be transparent because we all remember what happened <laughs> with the Oladipo incident. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Dice, yes. Dice can still type my picks into the thingy, so I don't love that part of it. Oh, no. I definitely will not be doing that. What? Nobody is safe. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds fair enough. Okay, so what yeah, I'm gonna do definitely trust him. And my strategy for the rest of, are you ready? My strategy. Oh, John the... John Collins. John Collins just came on the board off the board. I that's, like that. That's a super nice pick. That is very spicy. Oof. Um oh, well Oh Randall. Ooh, Julius Randall. Randall. Wow. So that's, you're on the clock, Collins. That's a yes. random pick of Randall. Um, okay. I think Ooh, this is tricky. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm looking at Chris Middleton. He absolutely killed it last year in the playoffs against the Celtics. Um, definitely and, a good and pick. In, and I believe in the playoffs for uh, the Revolution. Yeah, I think. Um, I think sensibly, I should take Chris Middleton at this pick. But I'm not also good. got Ennis Cantor out there who has had a really yeah. great showing in the preseason his, so far. His field goal percentage is through the roof. He had he, he has arguably some of the best hands in the league. That's um, true. Clay Thompson's also out there. And, or you could uh, you can catch the boat and, and uh, hop off at Vooch Island. Well, um, to, to cloud your think to cloud your thinking even further, I think um, you could hedge really well by picking up Cantor because you've got Porzingis. So, you know, Porzingis comes back. He's still going to be Porzingis. But in the meantime, you get Cantor, who has a, a whole front court without Porzingis. And Kylo Quinn also has left New York. Wow. That's a deep reach. Wow. He's, He's just, just gone take- with DeMarcus oh. Cousins. Oh. This guy is <clears throat> smoking crack and drafting <laughs> at the same time. That is crazy. Now, the whole time I was looking at Tobias Harris, hoping that Hollins wouldn't draft him. He's still on the draft board. I'm going to grab me some Tobias Harris. Yeah. I need a small four. I think he's going to do great things for the Clippers this year. That is my draft pick. Well, he's actually powerful, according to ESPN. I'm building for the future, fam. I think he'll pick we'll up see. the small four. I don't, I'm don't. i not position. sure how that's going to work out for me, but also <laughs> I don't care, which is fortunate. Mm. Yeah, well, that's what Dynasty is all about. Uh, Nick Collins, thank you uh, for your spicy takes and insights. Jamal Murray. We'll let you go, and good luck for the rest of the draft. No worries, my brothers. Draft well. Nice having you on, Hollins. Good luck. Take it easy, man. I'm I'm doomed, obviously. (laughs)
<laughs> Doomed. All right, that was one Nick Collins live drafting a very injured Porzingis as we got him on the line, and then later Demarcus Cousins. So yeah. he's he's playing the uh, dynasty he's game. He's playing the long game. He really is. Now we're really getting into the the deep parts of the draft. Chris and Middleton, there he goes. We're about to head into round five. We'll probably let you guys go after round six or seven or so, depending on when the the spiciness of the takes sort of die down a little bit, but we're really getting into the juicy meat of a fantasy draft. If, you, if you've drafted already this year, you know what we're talking about. So sit back and, and strap in and, and get ready for this very important, uh, turbulent part of the ride. Um, if you yet to draft, then uh, pay attention because uh, you might pick up some uh, some interesting insights. Yeah, do, do or don't do whatever it is we do, folks. Yeah, and look, don't do what Hollands has done. I... I Hollands is going to listen to this probably, and he might be a little bit insulted by that, but drafting Porzingis and Cousins with all of these guys still on the board, I know it's a dynasty league, but I don't know. Dynasties in the fantasy world, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just I don't think that you should draft two very injured big men who historically... He's playing the long game. He's playing the long game. Big men historically don't come back well from lower leg injuries, and so, that's what both of these so, guys are suffering so from. So if I may just interject, I've got less than 30 seconds left oh, for my... my uh, uh, second lot of back-to-back picks. 20 seconds now. I already know who I'm going to take, but I, I need some guards. I have no guards. I've, I've drafted Jokic, um, Aiton, and Tatum. So right now, for efficiency's sake, I'm going to take my man Gary Harris. Spicy. Another and, nugget. Yep. Nugget. With, with Goran Dragic and Clay Thompson still on the board, I might add. And there's another player... <laughs> no comment. <laughs> there's no yeah absolutely no comment there's another player that i'm considering taking but i'm just looking at some news on his status right now and i'm a little bit worried so another big man would be great because they obviously have nice field goal percentages um so i've got less than a minute left and the guy i was thinking of taking off i'm reading some worrying news can you call it out who are you who are you thinking about um, to be honest, I was really thinking about, uh, the finisher, uh, Laurie Markkinen. Cause but, you know, you've got D'Angelo Russell down a little bit. who's still available. Yeah, he's he's exactly going to do right. good things exactly for the Nets right. this year. It's, it's like you're living inside my brain. Um, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell was the other guy I was considering taking. Clay Thompson's still out there. Um, Will Barton. Yeah, I think. Darren Fox has had right a good preseason. I think right now I kind of need a, a bit of a bump in points. I need someone who's going to score, and I probably need someone who is going to uh, be reliable. So I'm going to play the long game. I'm going to rely on later picks. I'm going to go with my first gut move, Laurie Markkinen, the finisher. Wow, interesting. Someone who's also recently been side- sidelined um, with injury concerns. But that is a, a excellent double-pronged pick because Hollands, who we just had on the line, huge Bulls fan, loves Laurie Markkinen. He's taken that opportunity away from Hollands, which is great. Love to see that. That's the kind of spiciness that you want in your fantasy league with mates. And obviously a great dynasty player. He's mm. going to come back from mm. that injury. It's not a lower leg injury. I believe it's his hand or his wrist or, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be fine and he's young. So that, that's a great pickup. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so that fills basically the, the two, three... Four and five spots now. I've obviously got Aiton as well at the center position in tandem with Jokic. Um, 
I'm pretty happy right now with Markkanen, given the fact I had him also last season and then traded him away in a wildly, a wild trade package, really, <laughs> um, to a former, uh, 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 who we just had on the line, uh, Nick Hollins. Oh my God, Otto Porter. Otto Porter Jr. has just come off the board. Very efficient player there. Mm, that's a reach. A little bit of a reach. Lonzo Ball, that's hilarious. All right, I'm on the clock. I need, uh, even though I drafted <clears throat> Tobias Harris, who I, I know can play the small forward and does play the small forward, and I think ESPN will update that. Uh, I currently have a glaring hole at shooting guard and small forward. Looking at the board here, we've got Clay Thompson, who seems like the obvious no, pick. No, no. You, you don't think so? Um, in my opinion, right now, unless he's come off the board, I don't think he has. You need to be looking at uh, the guy um, in LA. Uh, for the other LA team, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lou Williams. Potentially Lou Williams. Pat, Be- Pat Beverly. He's normally a six-man, though. I just don't know if I, that... I would be heavily considering Lou Williams or P-Bev because the Clippers are really going through a period right now where they are changing their whole approach as a franchise. They're changing what they're doing on the court, uh-huh. and they've really put a lot of confidence and a, a lot of weight behind these two guys. So for me... Um, I was heavily considering uh, Beverly or uh, Lou Williams before I took Markkinen. Uh-huh. Um, given that we are playing a stats league and you want efficient players, you want players that are going to get a few steals, they're going to shoot relatively well from inside and outside. This is interesting. I'm going to make a reach here, a spicy reach, as my time runs out and draft one Taurine Prince. I like that. Now, he is ranked very low, 174 by ESPN. ESPN rankings are wild. Yeah, and he's, he's right up there. I've just lost sight of his name, but he's in there in like the fifth round or so uh, mm. in the basketball monster rankings, which are, are much more trustworthy. Uh, I'm very happy with that pick. I, I, he really showed out well towards the end of the season there for the Hawks. Um, and, you know, he, obviously he's going to continue that ment- momentum going in for another season. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I think he's going to get the keys to the offense this year. So I think that's a good pickup yeah. in the Dynasty League, no less. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Young player, um, basically going to be more and more part of the offense in Atlanta. So I think it's really hard to go wrong there. I've done a ton of mocks um, in the lead up to this draft. And pretty much all of them, I've, I've never really seen... Torian Prince go really anywhere before the later rounds, but I think Torian Prince is a really good punty pick of a player. Mm. I like what he offers, and if you do look up, look at building a team that punts one or two categories, he does not everything well, but he does a lot of things well. He's kind of a bit of a Swiss Army knife, and I think as he he gets older and matures in the league, um, he'll be a really good player to have on your team. Yeah, I, I thought so as well, hence the pick. Yeah. And, you know, there were some names out there um, like Yusuf Nurkic and Nicholas Batum is someone who was looking at at that three spot, but it is a dynasty league, and I do feel like, as opposed to Batum, that Torian Prince gives me that longevity. We've just seen Clay Thompson come off the board. Interesting. So bear in mind, this is a new format, folks. So a lot of these league managers, they've never actually played in a Cats league before. So we're seeing. The, uh, the, the basically the consensus players, a lot of the, the quote-unquote elite players going before what potentially may be, you know, a better player, a better player with a higher upside long-term because they are younger, they still perform in a statistical category, 
So in my opinion, the sort of player I would pick potentially before Clay Thompson, because he is quite old now and he is getting up there, he's approaching his, his you know, the 30s. Yeah. You're not going to be able to hold him for too long. Is it a waste of an early round pick, do you think, fellas? Possibly. Uh, it is deep into the fifth round, and if you're looking at three-pointers and uh, field goal percentage, mm. uh, I think Clay Thompson is a pretty good pickup at yeah, this point he, in the draft. He, yeah, that, that manager may have just needed a bit of a boost in the three-pointers um, made category, so that's, that's not bad. And depending on people's draft strategies, you know, after this round, we're, you know, it's, it's a five-keeper uh, league, and we're sort of getting outside of, of the realm of the players that teams would pick. So mm. now what we might see is a swing towards picking more obvious older mm. players. Your Marcus Souls, uh, your Jonas Valanciunas's sort of older players that are, you know, in, in terms of the context of this league, are sort of like a one-year rental. Wow, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, that is devastating. <laughs> I'm glad I got Kyrie Irving, because all my other Celtic bros are really uh, dropping off. And that was... I don't know who picked up Jalen Brown. Some, some asshole. Born ready. Thanks, Born, Born Ready. Born Ready to pick Jalen Brown. Now, you, you know you've made a controversial pick um, when no one comments on it. Like, I'm just <laughs> looking at the comments here in our, in our fantasy league as we draft, and um, Scott Walker's just reacted by Jalen Brown being picked. Um, Pauly, ah, uh, shit. Um, I drafted Torian Prince, and no one reacted at all. And the same with someone drafting Horford. So I actually really like what Horford offers. Yeah, he's he's a Swiss Army knife, yeah. similar to Tory and Prince. Um, but maybe more of a rental given his age. He's going to be thirty-two this year. He'll still um, treat you well for another couple of years. He gets the points, he gets the boards, he gets the assists, and he's efficient. So he's definitely a good pickup at this point in the draft. Mm. Now we're coming up to the final pick or so of round five, which is interesting. So we're really mm. starting to get deep in this league. This I think it's a twelve or thirteen. Man yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, what, 14 picks now until I pick again, and there's a whole lot of players that are going to come off the board in categories, in particular categories, if these guys are switched on, that are going to come off the board. So we've just seen Rubio, Aaron Gordon, and Stephen Adams all come off the board pretty quickly. Um, we've seen a bit of hostility in the chat. Um, so I think managers now, if they're switched on, they're going to look to tighten up some categories that they might have... Uh, lacked in before making these mid-round picks yeah so i'm very sort of big heavy at the moment i've got anthony davis and kevin love who are sort of center power fours and i've got prince and harris who are sort of threes fours so i really need to shore up my my guard lineup and i'm picking before dice i'm picking in in 10 picks and i'm looking at some of the names on the board goran dragic who i think will go before it gets to me starting point guard for the heat uh, he is very efficient and racks up the assists, and it's it's really assists that I'm looking at picking up. Uh, I'm sorry, I have to interject. So, um, as an aside, as a bit of a segue, I am one of the lead moderators on uh, the Denver Nuggets subreddit. A bit of a plug there for the Denver Nuggets subreddit. <laughs> um, before I came over to my good friend Ben's house today, where we're having this draft and recording this podcast, I made a post on the subreddit, just letting everyone know what all my fellow uh, league managers in uh, the Flammers Dynasty League already knew. I basically submitted a self-post which said, I have first pick in a new Dynasty draft with my friends, brackets 12, 12 men, head-to-head cats, and y'all should already know who I'm taking number one. Now... Got 44 views right now. It's a little bit, uh, it's, it's a weird time zone over in the US at the moment. 44 views, three comments, and every single one of them has been like, 
Thomas Welsh. Welsh, baby. Thomas of Clan Welsh will take you to the promised land. <laughs> now, a lot I have of no you, idea what any exactly of that means. right. None of you know who Thomas Welsh is right now. He was basically a rookie that the Nuggets picked. Um, kind of basically, you know, a, a bit of a, a the draft's a crapshoot. But Thomas Welsh is definitely not the player I took number one, as you all already know. I took the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Exciting uh, insight there oh into the, the world of our Denver Dem- Nuggets. Reddit. I'm sorry. While I just went on that on that rant, we've seen six players come off the board. Some of them are really just mind boggling. We've seen Blake Griffin. Marcus Sol, Lou Williams, Goran Dragic, Duante Murray, who I like, Andrew Wiggins, who I do not like, and every time he comes up, I laugh about Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, now I'm coming up in uh, four picks now. I need to shore up my guard lineup. I'm looking at either a point guard or a shooting guard. Now, the sort of names that are still up there are Mike Conley. Dennis Smith Jr. has been Ooh, really good so Trae far Young, in the preseason. Also, Alfred Payton, Darren Fox. Yeah, Darren Fox. And uh, D'Angelo Russell is the name that I'm really looking at there. Yeah. I, I think that um, he is going to be the most dynamic Look, of the remaining honest, point you're guards. you're picking before me. There's nothing I can do about it, but um, if, if I were you, I would look at take to Angelo Russell because he's young. He's basically been given the keys to the offense over there in Brooklyn. So I think uh, you could do worse, but um, yeah, like he's got a lot of upside, a lot of potential. He's already shown he can compete in the league. The franchise, the front office have confidence in him. Oh my God, Carl Kuzma has just come off the board. That's really interesting considering they've added LeBron. Miles Turner has just gone. I'm going to have to change my team name. He's going to have to change his team name. (laughs) Currently currently named Miles Turner Overdrive. Miles Turner Overdrive, (laughs) no more. Oh my gosh. All right, I'm on the clock in one pick. We've got Hollins ahead of me. I bet he drafts. He's going to reach. Russell. He's going to reach for someone. If Russell is still available, I'm absolutely picking him yeah, up. That's the I'm, pick. I'm still that's missing a shooting pick. guard, but scrolling down the list, there's uh, many adequate shooting guards left. I'm not going to call out their names because Dice will pick again before me, and I, I do not want to give it away. That's that's the competitiveness that we've got in this league. We're podcasting. We're friends. We're sitting right next to each other, but I'm not giving away my picks to this man because last year... Hollins, you mentioned the Depot situation. I mentioned I wanted to draft him. Dice goes into the chat. To be, to be honest. Calls out Depot. To be honest. Calls out Depot. He gets picked immediately, and then Depot goes on to have a career year. That's I, what happened. I feel pretty bad about that. And, you know... <laughs> that I, doesn't I, change anything. It, it did happen. <laughs> it still happened. It did happen. I, I may have been a little bit intoxicated at the time. And it a little bit. And clouded my judgment. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think for you right now, uh, D'Angelo Russell is the pick. Um, I'm sure he's just communicated that directly to Hollands via some sort of a chat format. Sixth six Sense ESP. No, I think D'Lo will still be on the board. I don't think Hollands is... He's, he's got seven seconds left. All right, he's going Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. Jr. That's a solid pick, nice. Hollands. Great nice. pick. Uh, I'm going for D'Angelo Russell. Yes. I really feel like that's a, a good player. Even though do it. He doesn't fill my shooting guard spot, um, but I'll worry about that a little bit later. D. Russell... Uh, good pick in the sixth round. I think he mm. really shores up my team and helps me with some stats that I was sort of shorting on at this point, uh, particularly around assists and those sort of point guardian additions. Yeah, he's actually ranked uh, in the top 20 uh, some outlets for uh, dynasty players. So D'Lo, as I've said, he can, he's already shown he can perform at an NBA level. Um, and if he's healthy, you know, like the sky's the limit for this guy. Um, I think particularly in an offense in Brooklyn, which is uh, not exactly a, a dynamic, a modern NBA offense, 
you know, the point guard's going to be facilitating a lot of the points in the team. I think also you're looking at some big men that might see some production. Um, also, obviously, the, the guard sport. I like Alan Crabb as well. So Alan Crabb, Jarrett Allen are the kind of other players I really like for Brooklyn right now. But yeah, D'Lo is the premier option on that team. Now, Dice, you've got a back-to-back pick uh, coming up. Yes, I do. And then uh, we're heading into the eighth round shortly after, and I I think we're going to let the Fantasy Hoops audience go at that point because things are just going to become in total disarray as we get into those very uh, crazy deep Deep. rounds of the draft. Um, So, Dice, you're coming up. You've got your back-to-back pick at pick 72 and 73. Uh, What names are you looking at out there? Well, I'm obviously looking at the guard spots. There's a couple of guards in my mind already. We've just seen uh, Miritich come off the board. Softshell Taco is picking. Um, that's why it's it says you've just joined the draft. Yeah, that's really interesting. You've, got a, you've got a solid minute here to figure it out. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, luckily I'm not on the clock, so I'm just going to reload the page that I've got. I do have a mobile device in tandem that I can use. <laughs> it's good to bring it back up. Yeah, I just want to see what's happening right now. Uh, no, it's there all good. Go. I can He's see back the timer. in, people. I'm back in. The commissioner is ah, live. Ah, there he goes. One of the guys I was looking at, Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. That's a good pick. That's really hard to fault. I'm going to I'm gonna say it again. Hop on the boat. Pay the fare. Pay the man who uh, comes around and charges you the ticket. Uh, and buy a ticket to Vooch Island. Hop off. You know, set up your uh, picnic blanket. You know, get out some snacks and have a nice time. Yeah. It's right there. The yeah, opportunity is well, uh, there for you. Well, um, I, I, I can't speak to Vooch Island. I've never been there. I have no idea what Vooch Island is all about. Beautiful. At all times of year. It's, it's one season, just beautiful, tropical, sunny at all times. So that pick Raining is, stats. That pick has actually um, confused me a little bit, but I still know uh, there's one guy that I have in mind for certain statistical purposes. Um, not the greatest franchise, but... Um, Someone from Denver? No, it's not from Denver, but he's been in direct competition in the past with someone from Denver. I'm taking Buddy Hield. Wow. Ooh, that is the name I was looking at for my shooting guard, the name that I did not mention before because I wanted to avoid this very scenario. Wow. Now I've got Great a pick minds, coming I up. Think so I'm with my very second, frustrating. I'm with my second pick right now, my other back-to-back pick, and I don't have a starting point guard yet. So I'm really, you know, I'm looking at what, what am I going to do for a point guard? So there are a few names, there are a few players I'm looking at. Marco Fultz. Uh, well, I like <laughs> I Marco Fultz, don't go but there. I ain't taking him just yet. I would go Conley. He's there. He's ranked high. You know, he, he had a sort of injury-prone season last year. He had a lot of no, rest, though. He's a good I, veteran point I don't, guard. I don't want to have a Memphis player on my team. We've spoken about this. <laughs> it just eliminates all before. Memphis options. I don't like Memphis as a franchise. They're weird. I, I just don't understand them. I don't get it. I mm-hmm. don't want to know about it. Um, I'm looking at a few players that um, they, they do particular things very well at the, the point guard spot. And it's really just about those really rare categories right now. Now, I know I took Jokic and I'm relying on those assists. Um, I know I, I've taken Tatum, Harris, who's efficient, Markinen, who can score, Buddy Heald, who can score and shoot the three, Aiton, who remains to be seen at a regular season NBA level. But... Once again, it's a dynasty league. I want to be able to make moves if other players don't come good, so I'm taking Trey Young. Interesting. Uh, I think that's a 
solid-ish pick. It is a dynasty league after all. I think he might be turnover prone early on, but correct me if I'm wrong, we're not tracking turnovers in this league? No, we are not. All right, so I think that's a, a pretty spicy pick. Now, I'm oh, actually... no, 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 no correction. We actually are. It's nine categories. We've incorporated turnovers. Ah, interesting. Okay, so that could be the detriment of picking uh, one Trey Young. I do feel like he'll be slightly turnover yeah, prone. Yeah, undersized for an NBA uh, guard. Will Barton, that's way too soon. I'm now, sorry. I still have to fill my shooting guard role, and it's come on on the clock and the backup shooting guard behind Buddy Heald that I had in the back of my mind and on my draft board, which is also uh, in the back of my mind, is one Jeremy Lamb, um, nice. who I think is going to have a good season. He did particularly well in the preseason so far so against right the Celtics. Now, there's a lot of good players on the board. Uh, I don't think there's a better shooting guard option above Jeremy Lamb. Well, why are you pick? Okay, let me. I'm going out on a limb Please. here. I'm You've offering got you some advice. Seconds. Why are you picking Lamb? I think in terms of you got to look at your team right now. You might have some players that are probably going to... Some of them might have to chuck, but some of them might score. I think you might want to look at a big because you've still got those open utility spots. Guard spots, you can rotate in and out. Um, you've got D'Angelo Russell, obviously. You've got Kyrie Irving. I, mean, I don't have a single shooting guard on my team at the moment. and I think Jeremy, Jeremy Lamb is the, the best remaining shooting Dude, guard. Dude, if I was you, I'd be taking Cantor. He's still on the board. He shoots an incredibly high field goal percentage. And Porzingis ain't there. I'm, I'm, that, that is the only, uh, that's, that is a gift. Right all right. There. That's, uh, and look, I'm passing up the opportunity to, to sail over to Vooch Island. I think Dice has some solid advice there. I've done it. I drafted Cantor. I'm really yeah. leaning yeah. there heavily towards uh, no, field goal percentage fan, and, and rebounds. That's a fantastic pick. I'm, sli- I'm slightly concerned about the lack of shooting guard, but that's something that's, uh, I'm going to have can, to deal with later in the you draft. You can pick it up later. I think. If you find a shooting guard later in the draft that also shoots the field the three pointer pretty well, you 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 might come out of it okay. You know there are some guys still on the board that are quite uh, elite. Well, Jeremy Lamb categories. could still be there. I exactly. mean, if you don't absolutely fuck me between now, and I, mean, next pick, I ain't gonna be then. going Lamb. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Lamb. You could draft him yourself, is what I'm no, saying. No, I don't have an inclination to draft Jeremy Lamb because I've basically just stitched up my guard positions. You know, I've got healed. I've got Young, I've got Harris. I'm pretty happy. I think forwards, elite forwards, are pretty rare. You know, forwards that do well in one or more categories are going to be pretty rare right now. So that's going to be my center of attention right in when I come up next. In mm-hmm. what is that? Uh, Jesus, fifteen picks time. So I'm going to have to see some players slide. I'm going to watch a lot of players I like come off the board right now because it's a long time to have picking up. Yeah, look, we're, we're about halfway, almost exactly halfway through our draft at the moment. Um, that's where we're going we're gonna to leave it for now. We've got a lot of interesting players left on the board, namely Mike Conley, Vucevic, Paul Millsap, uh, Darren Fox, uh, really some guys who I, I thought would have gone earlier, but because of that uh, whole dynasty format and situation, uh, they're still sitting there. Uh, in Mike Conley's case, due to the fact of being a, an injury-prone old man. Uh, we're going to put the full draft report up on Facebook. We're going to put it up on Instagram. And, of course, we'll link to it via Twitter. Uh, if you want to reach out to us in the meantime, feel free to hit us up on either of those platforms. Vooch Island! Vooch is gone. Interesting. And we're going to leave it at that. That's all we have time for here on the Fantasy Hoops podcast. Uh, like I said... Feel free to reach out to us on the various social media platforms. Please subscribe to rate and share the podcast. We're a fairly new podcast. We're still trying to get our name out there. So feel free to share that around. We're playing the long game, folks. It's a dynasty podcast. 
Uh, we look forward to you guys joining us on the next episode, which will come up in a week or so. Until then, good luck in your draft. If you get to draft at this point, good luck in your fantasy leagues. And we'll catch you guys in a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been great having you all. Uh, good luck in your leagues and looking forward to talking to you next time. All right. Peace.